0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: And this would be hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. At the bottom of the hour, Kay Smythe is going to be joining us. Kay Smythe is a, uh, a writer of The Daily Caller, Newsmax <clears throat> contributor, does a, a show called Kay Saves the USA, and she's always fun to uh, to talk to, get a perspective about all sorts of stuff. So the National Archives has revealed that uh, it has 5,400 Biden emails in which the president potentially used fake names to forward government information and discuss business with Hunter Biden. I apologize for the voice today. That's a, an allergy thing, I guess. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> it is not, it is not a, as full as I would like it to be, but the, uh, the show is full, too. Of, uh, of good stuff. So I will get to all of that and uh, let some of the audio do the talking for me by the way. But that's one of the uh, latest things that comes out today. We also found out that this uh, this uh, Jay uh, Bratt who was a top aide for Jack Smith met with several other DOJ officials in the White House earlier this year. Uh, he was also the official who was pushing very hard for the Mar-a-Lago raid last year which happened uh, in August of last year and he, according to Jesse Waters, went to Florida When they met Donald Trump last March, told Donald Trump, hey, man, you know what? Just want you to keep the records, keep them locked up, and we're cool. Went back to D.C., and then the raid happened not soon thereafter. So we're dealing with, I believe and it's very obvious at this point uh, unprecedented uh, collusion and uh, absolute corruption of the federal government working with in both parties, by the way, the DOJ and all of the agencies of the federal government, the DHS to cover it all up, the FBI to literally uh, create charges out of whole cloth conduct raids uh, you know, and on and on and on. The IRS lied and, and covered up and and uh, and slowed any investigation into Hunter Biden's financials. I mean, I can go on and on, guys. It should be very obvious, unless you're a complete moron, that we are in a very, very troubling, yet also incredibly enlightening time in our history. Because a lot of the times when you go down this road and, say, for instance, a country falls then you then you find you know all of what caused it right now we're seeing an attempt to take down a presidential candidate and fundamentally change a country that has become the world leader for 250 years the greatest engine of individual and economic uh, power in the history of the world London existed for a thousand years when the United States was founded they were still pooping in the streets Alright, they didn't have cars, they hadn't flown, they didn't have rock and roll, I can go on and on. We did all that crap in 250 years. So there are people in our government who hate our government as founded. They hate it because they've been uh, taken through the, uh, the academic system, and I'll just go ahead and point to uh, uh, patient zero, Barack frickin' Obama. Because he's the guy who said, I'm gonna fundamentally change America. What does that mean? Challenge, you change it at its foundation. You change it at its foundation. You fundamentally change it everywhere. Everything's changed. And for him, the model, Mao, Mao's China. I don't believe that. I believe that. So what is uh, what is this? Uh, these uh, indictments for Donald Trump? What are those all about? Here's MSNBC giving it up. All right, let's try that again. Here is MSNBC. Giving it up? Why they're going after Donald Trump? And here we go. People, 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 people. Just That's not it either. All right, let's try that again. Apparently, we're having a little, uh, a little burp, a little burp with the uh, the computer here. Here is MSNBC, and it's great. Try it again. Here we go. As far as I'm concerned, the the all of these court cases, all of these indictments don't mean anything if he's still able to run for president next year. Unless he is found uh, disqualified from running for president, he is still a danger to our democracy. So if this is a direction of preventing him from running again or forcing him to step down, then it's great. Okay, then it's great. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If if there is an attempt to arrest Donald Trump, if there is an attempt to take him off the ballot, uh, all of you, you uh, limp-wristed fops at MSNBC had better watch out. Because the hillbillies and the hood are coming together to save the country, and so you can sit there and you can you can sit there on your MSNBC de, embassy desk with Joe and Yoko and, and you can you can mentally masturbate all you want, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work. They are academics. That's what they are there for. That's I mean that's what they do. If you if you cannot do you uh, you teach, or in this case you become a, a contributor to MSNBC. Here's Alina Haba. Alina Haba is uh, terrific. She's one of uh, uh, Trump's attorneys and I got to tell you, uh, Trump surrounds him, himself with some really great people and a lot of those people are very powerful uh, and incredibly well-spoken women and that is what Elena Haba is. She says she's not worried about all of these uh, cumulative uh, uh, counts and the possibility of years in prison.
2: They come to more than 700 years in prison. Are there moments in talking this over and sitting with the president that the weight of that reality... I believe
1: this is Shannon Bream.
2: ...for him. No, Shannon, because what you just displayed, I think, says it all. Uh, that is all intentional that is exactly what they wanted to do there is very much a coordinated effort and if you ever doubted it think about how fanny when she was asked at her press conference if she was coordinating with jack smith and dc and the government couldn't give us a yes or no that says it all so we know this. that's
1: what i said the day she said it as she was saying it i said
0: it
2: intentional. We're not concerned because we know the facts of the cases, which I can't get into obviously for privileged reasons, but I can tell you that it's to tie him up. It's definitely political. Uh, the motivation is now under investigation by Jim Jordan for Fannie, and I believe Jack Smith should be investigated as well. Oh yeah! And they intentionally waited years and years and years for something that happened to bring it now when he is the leading candidate for the Republican Party. Well,
1: yeah, it's called collusion and conspiracy. That's what it's all about, kids. It's collusion and conspiracy. And I think it's really funny and laughable that the D.C. judge uh, rescheduled the impossible date of having a trial in October to March right before Super Tuesday. Tuesday. yeah yeah it's a, it's a collusion
0: and conspiracy you don't believe me listen to Jim Gossett sing about it just in time trial schedule just in time it's kind of weird it's just another crime To help the left. Four trials, four indictments, all at the same time. Yeah, sure. Much makes no sense. There's no collusion. It's no coincidence. Mm -hmm. It's just one more offense. It's election theft. Yeah. We know, because we're not stupid. Obama judge she's guilty of interference in the primaries yeah she's had her say her date (laughs) came just in time Mm -hmm. to screw trump just in time this flimsy case should be thrown out with prejudice thrown out This case should be thrown out today.
1: You know, it was uh, a couple years ago when we were experiencing the supply chain uh, crisis. Uh, We were, uh, you know, there were no cars on car lots. There was no toilet paper in the stores. The meat section was completely... Remember that, kids? You remember that fun time three years ago? And I said that uh, America's uh, grocery stores are looking uh, like Venezuela and America's America's driveways are looking like Cuba. Well, now our justice system is looking a lot like the former Soviet Union. Here is uh, Trump lawyer Alina Haba.
2: These are are not complicated facts. Look at Fannie. It was a phone call. A phone call that's been around forever that he refers to as the perfect phone call. I
1: think it was impeached for another perfect phone call. And it turns out the phone call was perfect and the impeachment was a joke.
2: What is he going to have to be prepped for? The truth? You don't have to prep much when you've done nothing wrong. So that I'm not concerned with. These trial dates also are going to move. It's unrealistic. It's theatric.
1: She doesn't think it's going to happen next year.
2: No judge is going to say that you can be on two trials at once. In two- Unless
1: they've been sold and uh, purchased by a Democrat
2: states because a lot of these overlap they look at the start date of the trial Mm -hmm. but these are four to six week trials at the uh, least Mm -hmm. so there's no way they're not going to overlap I mean they're gonna have to go into October November of next year again by design but in terms of President Trump the candidate I have zero concerns look at his poll numbers and he didn't even go to the debate
1: okay there you go uh, you know, and just it is, it is such an insult to the intelligence of the American people that they would attempt the same crap that they've done in the former Soviet Union that they do in Venezuela, that they do in Cuba, and they're doing it here. And they thought they were going to get away with it, and and we're not going to let it happen. Because we have the First Amendment backed up by the Second Amendment. There you go. First Amendment backed up by the Second Amendment. One of our presidential candidates, Nikki Haley... Had something to say about Joe Biden. Now, I told you that I didn't think Joe Biden was going to make it through the race. By hook or by crook. Meaning the dearth of evidence with regard to Biden criminal activity will precipitate his departure from office. Uh, Through an impeachment? No. I think that someone is going to make him step down. And he's going to say something like, oh, it's my, you know, whatever. Or it's my vertigo or my, uh, you know, bunions or whatever the hell he's got. Or his dementia. I guess dementia. I forgot about the dementia and the fact that his brain doesn't work anymore. Or by or by uh, you know or by a crook that you know just so hook meaning that I'll step down because of my health crook meaning you'll have to step down because of all the uh, the nonsense and Greg Kelly by the way hinted that something really big is happening here is uh, Nikki Haley uh, confirming what I've been saying I don't know since Joe Biden was running for president that he won't be able to go a second term and then after he's elected I said there's no way he'll make it through the election process for another term
2: there is no way that Joe Biden's gonna finish his term I think Kamala Harris is gonna be the next president and that should send a chill up president? every American's president so, Excuse me one Americans second Ambassador, how to do you know that Joe the- Biden's
3: not gonna finish his term? What is that based on?
2: Do you think he's gonna finish his term? Do you think that he's actually gonna finish what he started? We look at the decline he's had over the yeah. last few years you have to be honest with the American people George there's no way that Joe Biden's gonna finish out a next term.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think so either. It should be fairly obvious. If you even listened to him talk, a year ago versus now, when he went to Maui, it was a Charlie Foxtrot of epic proportions. And everybody knows it. The emperor is beyond naked. The emperor is on a parade float with a stripper pole, uh, spotlights, a marching band in front, and in the very front of it, the very front of it, a a big old 76 Eldorado convertible with the, uh, the horns, the bull horns on the front of it. That's how naked the emperor is. And here is uh, Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly, last night made this announcement, if you missed it, this is what he said. And he says he has information that will precipitate the end of Joe Biden's presidency.
3: Um, But there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day. But it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. Uh-oh. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, mm. but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for reelection. It will be over and done with. Uh-oh. The only thing that mm, he might be able to do, potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating and they're worried about it right now at the white house
1: yeah they are and here is uh, greg kelly i didn't realize that uh, one of the conversations that joe biden had with the president of ukraine poroshenko had actually been released listen
3: poroshenko the then president of ukraine Joe is asking for something that Poroshenko it's, thinks is out of line. Can you tell which side of the determined. phone call the this is recorded? Is Who's actually but recording the, the call? Take a guess. Yesterday, yesterday, I
1: don't know what's going on with that audio call. I he doing something wrong. Here we go. I especially
4: asked him,
1: no, it was the day before yesterday. I especially asked him to resign. Great. And That's this Joe. This is
4: my second step for keeping my promises. I
3: agree.
1: This is my second step for keeping my promises, I agree.
3: All right, you can tell Joe is on the phone and that guy is actually in the room, Poroshenko is in the room where the tape recorder is. Poroshenko is taping it as evidence, as something to hold over Joe Biden, as proof. And there have to be more tapes. There just have to be, and I am told there is one, and it's going to blow the lid off the Biden administration and probably bring it down forever.
1: Now, regardless of what happens, guys, uh, a constitutional crisis is going to happen. Does that mean that we're going to descend into chaos and war and dogs and cats living together and all that stuff? I don't think so, but some pretty heavy stuff's going to be coming down. And it'll be for the better of the country. I believe that if you love the country as founded. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I love this song. CCR, baby. Freedom Rock. Freedom Rock of the 1960s, CCR, uh, you know, and now it's uh, a guy from uh, Virginia talking about the Richmond, North of Richmond. It's, uh, these are revolutionary times. This one's going to make the uh, 1960s look like nothing, uh, but not in a violent way. I, I, The left commits acts of violence. We don't. And, and uh, there's, there's something trending on uh, Twitter I'm going to call it Twitter, I'm not going to call it X Screw you, if you want me to call it X, I'm the X, X, X. It's a Twitter, okay But uh, how is your heart feeling? Is it heavy or more powerful than ever? And, uh, you know, there are days that I wake up with a heavy heart, and then there are days that I wake up and I go, well, let's win this. We can do this. Because the truth is so overwhelming that it can't be put back. It can't be, the, the, the uh, cork can't be put back in the bottle. The American people get it. They see that the federal government, this iteration of the federal government is profoundly corrupt, and they don't care about you. Not one little bit. They don't care about you at all. And, and I would submit to you, uh, Maui being a prime example of that. Last night, I was watching uh, a number of different shows about Maui, and it is becoming frightfully obvious that uh, somebody is covering up something. Something very big is being uh, covered up. Um, and it's, it's interesting because um, the Hawaiian Electric is actually denying responsibility for the Maui fires. They claim that the power lines were shut off hours before the wildfire started. That's what they're saying. The uh, county of Maui filed a lawsuit against Maui Electric Company and the other uh, electric cooperatives, I guess, limited Hawaiian Electric Company, blah, blah, blah. And it alleges that the defendants acted neg- negligency. Here, it, negligently. Here's the problem. The uh, investigation isn't over. So uh, uh, in a detailed rebuttal, Sheely Kamira, president of CEO of uh, Hawaiian Electric, said, We were surprised and disappointed that the county of Maui rushed to court even before completing its own investigation. We believe the complaint is actually factually and legally irresponsible. Three o'clock in the afternoon, the uh, the power was down. Uh, Earlier that morning, there was a fire, and the fire department said everything was under control. So Maui Electric turned down the power at 3 p.m. Maui Fire Department responded promptly to a morning fire, 9 o'clock in the morning, said it was 100% contained. All lines to Lahaina remained de-energized and all power in the area remained off after 2 p.m. By the time the Maui County Fire Department arrived back on the scene, it was not able to contain the afternoon fire as it spread out of control toward Lahaina. This is uh, uh, very interesting and uh, and and terrifying when you think about it. Here is uh, Jesse Waters last night. I'm using a little bit more Jesse Waters than I normally do, but he's spot on on this. And uh, there were some things that have happened in uh, uh, in uh, in uh, Maui that are very troubling. One of the things is, and I mentioned at the very beginning, and I'm not all that familiar with Lahaina. I'm very familiar with Kauai. I've spent some time in Kauai and some beautiful little towns there. But Lahaina is a poor community, largely. These are people who have uh, working class two and three jobs. They they drop their kids off at uh, daycare or at school. In this case, the schools have been closed, so the kids stay at home. But this is very valuable real estate, very, very valuable real estate in Lahaina and Maui. And there are a lot of people in the world who really, really want that real estate. And they really don't like the fact that there are landlords there collecting what would be actually a pittance compared to what large land developers could actually get the land for and uh, and make money on the property, which makes you kind of wonder. Why all of this? Why all of the secrecy about this? Why do they claim the uh, power company, the power lines were still on? Why were Lahaina residents not evacuated? Why was the main entrance in and out of the town completely shut down? Why did emergency sirens not sound? Why did all phone service go down? You understand why I would begin to wonder, what the hell is going on? And they can't even tell you how many kids are dead. We got more on this coming up. Kay Smythe is next. Always fun. Stick around. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. I love this song. Hugo is the name of the artist. And uh, I'm a big fan. Oh, by the way, Donald Trump has been indicted again for the first, a fourth time. It's the first time in history, but no collusion here. No, no, this isn't a conspiracy. It's all because he really committed some serious crimes, and they need to be tried in an election year. Sure. So now Newsmax is holding an urgent poll. We're asking you uh, if you will uh, continue to support Donald Trump, or if you think this is a political witch hunt. Here's what you got to do. Text the word EVENT to 39747. 39747. It just takes a minute. Let your voice be heard. Text EVENT to 39747. Joining us on the Newsmax Hotline, one of my favorite people, Kay Smythe. She is a writer for The Daily Caller, a commentator, uh, hosts a podcast called Kay Saves the USA, and she really hates messaging products like pillows. Um, Kay Smythe, hello, how are you?
5: <laughs> that is the best introduction I have yes. ever been granted in my entire professional career. The only thing I've ever heard better... Was one of my friends told some like super rich guy who was asking for my number, like, "Oh, you can't, you can't ask Kay out." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Kay doesn't like nice things. She don't care about that stuff."
1: Oh, you're just like you're just like when Travis Kelty tried to give uh, 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 what's her name Taylor Swift his phone number. Didn't work.
5: Straight up, straight up, just like that reference. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting here in my, I'm sorry if there's a bit of background, I'm sitting here in my 2007 Hyundai Elantra that I got for free. Excited to talk about what I feel like is one of the most corrupt years in modern history. Am I right I know. Just hearing about the poll, that's crazy. The, the fourth indictment, seriously? What kind of world do we live in? I, I didn't move here to live in the former Soviet Union. I moved here to
1: live in America. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? I got to tell you, but CK, uh, the the positive is that I think all of the uh, all of this is really coming out. I think you you moved here at a very fortuitous time because you are seeing what I I hope will be the end of decades of uh, corruption in Washington D.C. Um, or at least the exposition of it as we are seeing. So that's very positive. You moved here at a very uh, very historic time. That or you caused it. Your president. Oh my God! I just put it. Together, you caused all
0: this.
5: It's all my fault. Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely, it that must be. No, that's but- the craziest thing, though, right? Like, you know how much I talk. The week before I came out here, my dad says that I didn't speak. I didn't speak for the whole week. And he sat me down. He's like, "Right, if you're nervous, you don't have to go. There's something wrong. Like, you just tell me." And I was like, "It's not that. It's not that. I just have this bizarre feeling." that when I leave, I'm going to end up living through something that will change the course of history. I'm going to live through a big moment in history. And, you know, I came back here in 2015. I thought that was Trump getting elected. Um, Then I thought, okay, maybe it's all this craziness that's going on with, you know, the Democrats making so much money off, like perpetuating the homeless crisis, perpetuating the obesity crisis. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and the island of teenage prostitutes that was a pretty big one obviously the sort of outing of like all this human trafficking and now i realize that we're all living through this and it's not just one thing we are living through this great awakening this revolution and rob i hope you're right i hope we get rid of all of this corruption but i don't know you met people in dc
1: well, they're just people in D.C. You know, just think about this, though. Uh, right now, we have a uh, uh, populist movement sweeping across the country, bringing both parties together. That uh, and, and even we got, and I mentioned this yesterday, the hood and the trailer park came together with this uh, with this mugshot of Donald Trump. It's it's the most powerful thing to bring uh, black, particularly black men, uh, to the Trump camp that I've ever seen in the history of the, the Democrat Party's dominance dominance over black America. That was a real big, big movement, and the Democrats recognize that and I think they are scared, bleepless about it.
5: Oh, I I could not agree more. You know, I live down here in the South and It's sort of one of those things, you know, when like rich men north of rich and rich came out, that was like one of those moments where, you know, I'm chatting to my friends back in California, my entire professional team, actually, my my manager, um, like my professional business manager, like everyone like that, everyone that I work with back in Los Angeles is black. And they all turned around and they were like, oh, now here's this like redhead white boy singing this song. (laughs) You guys are all listening. It's like, actually, we've just all been pitted against each other for as long as we can remember, the last great awakening this country went through was the end of slavery and that sort of movement in through uh, basically everything that happened over the course of the last century to bring that equality back around. You know, I was raised in the 90s where no one cared if you were gay, no one cared what your skin color was. Everyone cared what kind of football team you support and what beer you like to drink on a Saturday night. That's it. That's it. And even those were sort of frivolous. You know, no one paid attention. And now it's sort of like we keep, like, they they seem to keep trying to pit us against one another, whether it's through pop culture or whether it's through, you know, these macro political movements that you just cannot avoid. And it's not working. No, it's not. That's Jesus' hand right there. That is God shining his light down upon us and saying, do not be led into the darkness, do not be led into hatred. You need to look with your eyes open and see that evil for what it is. And America's turning around saying, yeah, we don't want any of that anymore. it, It ain't that.
1: Well, when we are, I do believe we're in a battle of good and evil. I mean, uh, evil is the only people who could come up with a, the things that are going on in the federal government right now with regard to going after a political candidate, trying to take them down so they cannot or run for office or attempting to imprison them or even put them to death. It is it is uh, so beyond absurd at this point. And, and I just refuse to uh, be down about it. Every day I wake up and I go, let's go kick some ass today with facts. Let's turn back this horde. And you know, it's happening. It really is happening. The American people are awaking in a a very massive way. Let me ask you, uh, I want to ask your thoughts on this Maui fire. Because I've been watching a lot on this, and there's something very wrong about it. There's something very wrong that all of the things that came together for the fire to destroy the town happened. Everything from the emergency sirens not working to the phones being cut to the water being cut to, I, I mean, there's, there's other things. And then uh, I come to, I'm watching last night, I was watching a little Jesse Waters, watching a little Greg Kelly, a little, you know, switching around. And And you think about it, Maui... Right now, there have been a lot of poor people living on Maui for a very long time, and a lot of rich people uh, living on the Big Island saying, man, what we could do with that land. And i got to tell you, some of the things that I'm hearing, I... Uh, knowing how uh, how bad some people are in the world, uh, you know, some people in charge of very big companies, this cabal, this pipeline between big money, big pharma, big defense, big this, big that, and the government makes me wonder if the fire was allowed to happen. That's just my, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud because I have the right to do so because so much weird crap is going on. Like the fact that we don't know how many children died. What do you think?
5: Uh, do you want the conspiracy, Kay? Answer. It's not a conspiracy. Okay. I don't think it's a conspiracy okay. Okay. at this yes, point. Thank you, thank you, because people look at me sometimes like I'm crazy, and I'm like, no. It turns out that they did turn. They they did manage to make the frogs gay. Turns out we do manipulate the weather. Like I said, island full of teenage prostitutes. Everyone thought that was crazy. I don't believe
1: in the. I don't believe in the weather thing. I believe that oh, no, there were some people who wanted the town gone
5: no yeah like well no i mean that's just like a reference i'm just talking about cloud feeding not in relation to what's going on in Mary. no absolutely sorry that's literally what humanity has been doing since the beginning of recorded history i know it's a dark thing to think but every single factor that you just brought up you know there's this thing when uh when you when you can't like prove something i can't see it with your with your clear eyes so it's like a long process something like that Within the scientific method, there's a thing called proxy data. And if you've got enough proxy data that's all pointing towards the same answer, then that's the answer. And what you just said, you just listed out all of the proxy data that essentially, okay, it's one of those things where, like, did they start the fire? I don't know. We'll never know for sure whether that fire was started on purpose did they allow it to happen did they turn did they block off roads and stop people from being able to flee have they like it's not a big it's not a big island there's not that much space on it There's, you know it's yes i absolutely
1: i, I, I don't believe you know <clears throat> you know when they you you Okay, you you know you've got the uh, the town's emergency manor, manager resigns days after citing health concerns. You've got the mayor being asked how many people, how many kids are dead. I can't answer that. You've got uh, a shutdown of aid going in and out. You've got a shutdown, a blackout of news coverage in the city. I can go on and on and 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 then oh and then last night I saw it reported that uh, that uh, uh, all of these landlords are sweeping in and even in people who who. Who are living in apartment buildings that uh, did not burn down. They're being told to end the leases of the people living there. And then people, developers, literally, as the bodies are still cooling, uh, offering people money, undercutting their price for their house that no longer exists. What the hell, Kay? It doesn't take a genius to say it looks like a bunch of people were rubbing their hands hoping for something like this to happen.
5: No, I was listening to one of uh, Pastor Greg Laurie's, if you've seen Jesus' Revolution, um, that's sort of the story of how he came to Christ. I was listening, he's got this new sermon series out where he talks about the rapture and the second coming. And what a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize is that those are two different processes. And like I said, I'm a scientist, moved out here as a scientist, but I've found my faith since living out here. And what I found really interesting about uh, Pastor Laurie's kind of, I, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but he essentially sits there and says, the rapture comes first. That comes first, and then the second coming happens. And we have no idea how long the rapture will last. We have no, lo- we have no idea how long these processes will take to come to full top. So, you know, we might not see the second coming for like another thousand years, but there are so many factors Lining up right now because everything that you've just described in terms of corruption is going on in every single major crisis in this country. Half the people I work with think that I think everything's a psyop, and I'm like, it is. Everything is a psyop. All this alien stuff, a distraction tactic. The fact that CNN and all these like mainstream, you know, progressive news outlets aren't covering what's going on in Maui proves that they don't care. Yeah. There is more evidence to suggest that the lo- okay, so the thing that we base all of our climate change hysteria on, yeah, yes. it wasn't climate change, it was a freaking comet, it was an asteroid, we know that now. We are living through a moment of mass misinformation, so that we are divided, so that we are culled as a species, because there are too many of us for the planet to sustain us at this level of greed that we're living through, I can't deny that. But the fact that they are, that the powers that be are literally letting entire families, entire lineages go extinct on purpose through their mismanagement, through their chaos. Sometimes I sit here and wonder, Rob, and I've said this a lot, you know, I've got my segment with Sean Farage that I do on Carl Higby's show Frontline every Thursday. And, and I always say to Carl, I'm always like, sometimes I hope people are just stupid I really, really sometimes <laughs> pray that these these people that we put in power, who then put other people in power, who the actual people's power, who make all the decisions, the people we elect can't really do anything. But sometimes I really do pray that they're stupid, because if not, then yes, we are absolutely looking at the most heinous evil this planet has seen in... Well, I don't even know how long. Because, Eighty years uh, since World War II. Like, yeah,
1: since World War II. Yes, you know, yes. uh, you know, yes. and we will we will see as far as this, uh, this uh, fire in Maui. It just There are so many questions to answer, and the more that they remain unanswered and the more that there is uh, blocking of the ability to cover things and even not even helping out the people, uh, that you put that on top of the fact that Joe Biden didn't show up for two weeks and he only showed up for six hours between vacations tells me all you need to know. Because right now we're looking in Maui at a combination of 9-11 meets Pompeii. And the President of the United States and the Democrat Party uh, and the mainstream media are paying lip service to it. And I'm not going to allow this to fade into the rearview mirror of history because too many people have died and, and too many questions remain unanswered. And we've got to get to the truth because if we just let it go, then we are just precipitating the end of everything. So, without you know being, I, I believe we're on the winning thing. Kay, I believe, I'm a scientist. Okay, I am. I'm a Christian. I'm not a Christian scientist. I am a Christian, but I also look at things through a scientific lens. And, and I believe that for e- each uh, action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That goes with good and evil. That goes with good and evil, by the way. And we have a we have a existential battle between good and evil going on right now, and good will win. If it doesn't win, then Hitler's nephew would still be in charge of Germany right now. But it's a matter of the tribulations that we're going to go to reaching enlightenment. Oh, I used another biblical reference. Yeah, because I think there's something going on. There's something happening here, Kay. And I think I think good is gonna win. I really do, Kay. I
5: agree I really- agree i I mean we see it every day that's what a great awakening is right it's like it allows people from every walk of life to come together in this sort of shared love and even though you know anyone who reads revelation is so funny i live in like a really like my house looks like okay
6: can you hold on
1: we got to take a break okay 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 hold on hold on uh can you hold on a second we got to take a break brian is saying gotta take a break so we're gonna take a break and come back with you okay
6: okay all right hold on Absolutely. The fact is, just days after the fire burned down the entire town of Lahaina, realtors and developers were calling residents who lost their homes and offering to buy their property. So people immediately caught on to what was going on. And it looks like right when this happened, the developers came down like vultures and tried to take their property.
1: That is a Diamond Garcia, a Republican representative from Hawaii, last night on Newsmax. Huh. Kay Smythe, uh, back on the Newsmax hotline. I, I just, you look at the value of the real estate uh, that uh, Lahaina possessed. You had people there working two or three jobs to live there and living on the most valuable real estate in the world. They'd been there forever. And all of a sudden, the big fire happens. They're completely unaware or unable to deal with it. Everything is down. Even the water was turned off. People burned to death in their cars. Children burned in their homes. And we don't even know the damn names of the kids. Something is going on. And we're going to have to get to the bottom of this. Uh, Last thought on this, Kay.
5: Well, I mean, this is... I hate to say it, but... It feels like the equivalent of the smallpox blanket. Yes. It's, no. it's faster. I just I don't see the difference here. We massacre people. And when I say we, like, it, these are the people that we put in power. These are the people who we say yes authority to. This is the first, probably not the first, but this is one of the first steps towards what I think is going to be. I mean, I think they're just trying to cull the population. I think, they, I think this is going to start happening.
1: I believe that if you listen, if you listen to, hey, listen to John Kerry talk about, or listen to, uh, listen to uh, Kamala Harris saying we need to decrust the population. She she supposedly slipped, but that aside, that aside, I I just think that. uh, you know, and, and for all the leftists in the audience, how, how about this? Uh You always complain about how we uh, colonizers ran the native people off their land. Well, maybe we have this happening here. I don't know. Just think it out loud there, Case My. Case, That's my, exactly uh, what's
5: happening. That's exactly, uh, what's, happening. That's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Point it and yes. say That is what you are doing, and we see you. You can't get away with this anymore.
1: Yeah, like, uh, I, 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 believe, I, believe I believe this is...
5: They're letting all the drug addicts die on the streets because apparently that's better than like helping people with addiction and they call it the homeless industrial complex. I mean, this is just, this just keeps happening but you know i know
1: it's it's madness but you know what uh, the new media landscape is be uh, is coming out people are turning away from cnn abc nbc cbs pbs all that crap people are tuning into places like newsmax and other content producers online if you don't believe me look at 260 million views for tucker carlson versus a gop debate on fox okay i gotta run uh, real quick where can people find you on social media
5: uh, you can find me everywhere. Just type in K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. That's K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E. And you'll find me. Thank you so much, Rob. I miss you.
1: All right. Hey, pray for the country. Uh, I know you do. And I know good things are going to happen. you got to keep your chin up. So have a glorious day. We'll talk again soon. Thank you.
0: Bye.
1: By the way, it's wine o'clock. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. On the World
0: Wide Web, this is the Rob Carson Show.
1: And this is our number three of the Rob Carson Show. The number, if you would like to chime in, 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. A couple weeks ago, I uh, started off the show with some feel-good audio. And it was really... And it wasn't that song, Rich and in Richmond. That's a great song, don't get me wrong. But it was when... uh, what was it? Oh, oh yeah, the uh, convenience store uh, clerks beat the snot out of the guy who uh, who tried to steal all the stuff from the convenience store. The two uh, Sikh guys who uh, run in the store, and this other guy was videotaping the guy cleaning off the shelves into a garbage can, and he's getting ready to go out, and one of these guys uh, got out a, a broom handle and beat the snot out of him. That was really good. Well, I got some feel-good audio for you today. Are you ready for this? These are Nevada Tribal Rangers on Sunday plowing through a climate change process that caused caused a miles-long backup blocking traffic to the Burning Man Festival. So hippies on the road preventing people from going to Burning Man. I could think of nobody who I'd like to run over even more. Here is the audio. Man, get off the highway. This is a state route. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the f***ing road. Get off the bleeping road. <laughs> and here comes the run over. They didn't run over the people, just their stuff. Here it goes. And and the shrieking. Here it it. (laughs) goes. Right over the barricade. Yes! (laughs) That's so funny. I I love it, I love it. You better move. We're going to take you out. Oh, that is just so fantastic. It is so awesome. So uh, the the, the group was called Seven Circles. Yeah, okay. Uh, And the protest was to draw attention to capitalism's... Inability to address climate and economical breakdown. I think you need to focus on your uh, your emotional breakdown, you moron. Uh, it includes three demands. <clears throat> um, you're not in the position to demand anything. And the uh, the tribal police force showed that. Here are the demands: uh, uh, banning the use of private jets, single-use plastics at Burning Man. That's one of their <laughs> demands. Oh, this is so fantastic. And the organization's leaders to admit that in depth or infinite growth is compatible with sustain. The Earth's systems. Well, too bad, so sad. Your little protest blocking the road uh, ended in a very abrupt uh, way, and I think that's absolutely fantastic, to be quite honest. So I had mentioned <clears throat> that uh, uh, Donald Trump's mugshot. Uh, while might have might have been uh, a, a fantasy for people like Rachel Maddow and Joe Scarborough and Joy Reid and all of this, and they really thought they got us, you know, because you, you know this is like the ultimate diss. You got and and it failed. It it failed dramatically because people are. Um, uh they 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 get it now uh the people in the trailer park treat people in the hood that it brought us together uh particularly men of color listen to this little montage real quick about what the uh what the uh mugshot did for particularly black men in america
4: and trump got a target on his back just like a black man
6: y'all keep messing with him hey trump go ahead and wipe that white paint out your face man <laughs> you black now <laughs> You good in the hood. <laughs> as far as I know, Trump is black. When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Boom! Boom. How about Trump 2024? You heard me? Woo-woo! Gangsters! <laughs> the hood got this man back. It's Trump 2024! That's what it's going to be, because we ain't having nothing else.
1: I, I love it, and, and all of the demonization of Donald Trump over the years, that he's a racist and a white supremacist and all of that, it's falling on deaf ears. I told you, literally 30 years ago in broadcasting, I said, eventually, cries of racism are going to fall on deaf ears, because they're only there to perpetuate... Uh, this nonsense that white supremacy is on the rise. I grew up in the 1970s and 80s. I watched the Jeffersons. I watched, uh, I watched All in the Family. I watched Roots. I watched uh, oh, Different Strokes. That was I mean, imagine that a white man adopting two kids who black kids, and people watching it and loving it, and didn't care about the kids' skin color. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> this was all uh, behind us. My, generation X was the first generation of Sesame Street of all of these and. And, and, and to and integrate. And, you know, I just find it profoundly insulting that somehow uh, white people hate black people. I hate to tell you this. When I sold cars, all of my bosses were black or Indian dudes. And you didn't think twice about it. And it's never been that way. It's all nonsense. And now people are starting to see through it. Damien in San Francisco just happens to be uh, a man of color and a Trump supporter. I want to hear your thoughts on this, my friend. Let's start with just the mugshot to now and and what you see out there, because I'd love to hear your thoughts.
4: Hello. Hey, how you doing, Ron? I'm good, buddy. What's up? All right. Well, yeah, no. Um, Yeah, I think we're starting to wake up and uh, see what's really going on. And uh, the Democrat Party and just the way that they use the three-letter agencies to go after their political opponents definitely reminds us of how they targeted us in the 90s and how they continue to target us. And um, yeah, we're, not, just, we're behind. Let's not Trump forget. Because, let's not forget stronger. the
1: arrest of. Let's not forget the arrest of Martin Luther King Jr. And I'm not trying to compare Donald Trump to Martin Luther King Jr. But Martin Luther King Jr. was ushering in revolutionary change, and Democrats and the FBI hated it, and they arrested oh, him like 30 times. They they arrested yeah, him 30 course. times.
4: And it's ironic to me how, say, Fannie Willis, her father is a Black Panther, but yet she's using the same agencies that took down the Panthers, that took probably down her father and his ag- orga- organization to take down Donald Trump. And it's, yeah. that's kind of ironic to me. And it's, and it's, yeah. And after being a young man in the 90s, watching Beautiful. my family members go to prison and watching people be attacked by the war on drugs, this new system that the Democrats are ushering in, like say for instance San Francisco with the open drug markets and yeah. just needles and everything everywhere, it's just yeah it's unbelievable to me
1: and let me ask you this Damien you know you had mentioned the 1994 crime bill that Joe Biden helped to author which put a lot of men uh, particularly black men in jail for crack cocaine use it was was really uh, ostensibly targeting black men because black men were using crack cocaine but didn't what did you find when you heard that they covered up Hunter Biden lying on a federal tax form about smoking crack to get a gun what did that say to uh you
4: Yeah, I was appalled because, like I said, I've known many of people in my family and friends who have been put in the criminal justice system for an unjust amount of time uh, for the same type of offenses or even lesser offenses. And so for him to get a slap on the wrist and to get it pushed to the back, Corridors, yeah, that was just that was really offensive to me and probably a lot of other people. Unfortunately, me... not too many people remember those laws that Joe Biden helped usher in—the three strikes laws, the crack disparity laws, the the yeah inhumane time—and yeah. people don't realize that Donald Trump, with the First Step Act, did a lot to reverse that.
1: Yeah, he did. And Damien, let me ask you this. Uh, Donald Trump asked the question, he says, uh, what do you got to lose to the black community? Now, three and a half years later, what is your assessment of what's going on in the black community in America's Democrat-run cities?
4: Uh, We've lost a lot. Um, Right now, we're probably worse off than we have been since Reconstruction. Our job numbers, our employment rate, our death rate, Um, Whether it's crime against each other, whether it's um, not being able to pursue starting businesses or getting financial support, none of that's available under this administration. Under Donald Trump... We were able to start businesses. We were able to uh, save money. We were able to think about purchasing homes. Now it seems we've stepped so far back from that. And with their immigration policies of bringing in people from every country and giving them first opportunity at things that we really haven't had opportunity at. So, like, um, so when they're bringing in, say, a lot of these immigrants and letting them have jobs and taking everything from lower-income or lower-educated black people, they're not working those jobs anymore. When Donald Trump was in office and he stopped hiring of illegals and stopped the immigration, then that's when black people had the highest job numbers. But when the immigrants and illegals and refugees come, we're the first to fill it.
1: You know, what I really hate is that another generation of uh, black children are being destroyed in uh, poorly run schools. The Democrat Party and the and the federal government, they don't give a damn. They don't give a rat's ass. There are 26 wow. high schools in in Baltimore where nobody knows how to do math and, and reading yeah. 120-some schools in Illinois. And I gotta tell you, when they tell people, they say, well, you have no chance of succeeding. And yet, <clears throat> we have the greatest black people to live on the history of the planet. They've come from the United States almost exclusively. Where is the Oprah Winfrey of Chad? Where is the Martin Luther King Jr. of Ethiopia? Where is the you know whoever of France?
4: Because I mean, honestly, the, it's so a, sickening. A lot we it, can
1: come together. <clears throat>
4: Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 definitely, definitely, and and it's time for us to wake up because we have just been bamboozled, and a lot of a lot of black people are just blindly following the lead of these Democrats because yes, all they have to do is yell racism or yell that Donald Trump supports supremacists. When, and as a, I remember in the 80s when Donald Trump was in our rap songs, when, when we all kind of looked up to him, everybody kind of wanted to have Trump money and Trump tight, and there were so many sayings with his name. We love Donald Trump. Let me, <clears> let me be, oh, go ahead, let me, let me just be honest here,
1: now what young man Young man, period. Let alone a black man, would uh uh hate Donald Trump for having a private jet, uh, uh having the company of the most beautiful women in the world. If he buys a building or builds a building, his name is embossed in gold letters on it. He is a player. He is a uh, a, yes. a commandant of of industry. Who the hell doesn't like that?
4: We why, why? considered Donald Trump an unofficial <laughs> black man back in the day.
0: <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
4: And like I say, I tell my buddies all the time that we have debates. I tell them, go back into the 80s and 90s. You will find thousands of pictures of Donald Trump with black men, black women, partying, having a good time, doing all business deals, doing all types of different things. Show me one picture of Joe Biden hanging out with black people other than Barack Obama.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Damien, one, one final question, and I appreciate you calling. You call any time because this is an important, you offer a perspective that I cannot give, you know.
4: Yeah, um, no, of course, but, but, of course. We, no, not a problem at all. Listen to you I, I really appreciate I think to myself. I should just call in and oh, give him an opinion of a of a real Aboriginal black man in America who loves No Listen, Damien,
1: Like I said, you know the, yeah. the the hood and the trailer park have come together, and and I come yeah. from the trailer park. Okay, I come from the poor kid, government cheese, father left me when I was seven, never saw him again. You tell me that Kamala Harris is closer to the black experience than
4: I am. Never. All right. Never. So, she locked you know, up more black men in California than any other race combined so, when was here.
1: I think we're coming together here because you know where I live. If a black man's on the side of the road has a flat tire, they're going to be uh, half a dozen people who stop by and help him out, regardless of color. So I think all of this is bullcrap. It always has been bullcrap. Damien, what what do you hope for the future of the country? Give me about well, one more minute here.
4: What do you hope, Mo? I hope, I hope I hope that people finally wake up, black, white, and every other race that believes that they're American and loves this country, that we need to wake up, come together, and realize that race is not our biggest our biggest difference the difference is the elites who are controlling everything and are controlling our yeah. tempers controlling our emotions and controlling yes. our money and at this point whites blacks of all races all colors we need to come together and realize who the true problem is and it's Amen. the people that are running this country at this moment Donald well, Trump you, uh, 2024 I got
1: it. buddy I gotta tell you you hit the nail on the head you you call anytime and uh I really appreciate your your thoughts today but they mean a lot to our audience I'm sure
4: No, definitely, Rob. I appreciate you taking my call, and uh, I will definitely call in again.
1: Please do. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hi, little Foo Fighters for you. I'm going to have to say the Foo Fighters is my favorite band of all time. Uh, and then a tie for a second between uh, Led Zeppelin and Queen. That's what I think. That's what I think. Oh, by the way, the National Archives has revealed it has 5,400 Biden emails in which the president potentially used fake names to forward government information and discuss business with Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the existence of a collection of emails came to light in response to a Freedom of Information Act request looking for aliases like Robin Ware, Robin Peters, JRB, Richard Long, I think might have been in there. Richard Head may have been there as well. Not even sure about that. Those are just rumors. But I find it kind of interesting. Here's one from 326 uh, of 12. Uh, Subject, Bo Biden, from Robin Ware to Anthony Blinken. Well, apparently, Anthony Blinken knew who... Robin Ware was, yeah. The sheer volume of emails raises questions over whether then VP Biden broke the absolute wall he had maintained between the personal and private and the government. The names are all pseudonyms that Biden was known to use while he served as vice president under President Barack Obama, who probably knew about all of this between uh, 2009 to 2017 and were used on emails that were about both official and family business. By the way, the Southeast Legal Foundation, they actually sent the FOIA request uh, over a year ago. It's just coming out now. Stephanie Arbure, whatever the hell, director of the National Archives uh, archival unit, says we have performed a search of our collection for Vice President records related to your inquiry on June the 9th of 2022. Approximately 5,138 email messages, 20, 20 electric, or 25 electronic files, 200 pages of potentially responsive records that must be protested in order to uh, complete your request. Blah, 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 blah. So, Joe Biden used a fake name, and now we know that he did it 5,400 times. Yeah. Funny, huh? Not really. Why did Biden use an alias? Uh, Because he's corrupt. He's going to go to jail, but he won't remember it.
0: Biden, his corruption was Joe's aim. Joe used it when he did his crooked deal and made himself a lot of with money. Ukraine. Fifty million bucks. That's why Biden had a phony name. Yeah, Robin, where? Robert, right over there. L. Peters <laughs> don't exist. Where Wolf? There, Wolf. Robert joe biden are the same young frankenstein reference Mm here joe had some other fake names like robin and JRB and richard joe wants no one to know it that's why he wouldn't show it and that's why biden used a phony name.
1: And you know why I think Joe Biden is corrupt? Uh, because I'm not stupid. Let's go to uh, Mick in Crownsville. Hello, Mick. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's yeah. up?
6: Yeah. Hi, Rob. Thanks Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, man. Before I start, uh, if, if that guy Damien is still listening, uh, that was very refreshing. And I, I just want to tell him that here in Maryland, uh, we have some people uh, like Barbara and Beverly that are really eloquent and uh give us a lot of hope that the political tide is turning uh f- for the uh for the conservative movement for all of us. Yeah, uh, so uh look uh, real quick um Rob, you have a you have the the national audience and uh you have the uh ear to the congress you're you're in touch with these people. Uh my uh, I have a suggestion or a request I'd like to pass on to you. All right,
1: real quick, about 45 seconds.
6: Yeah, okay. Uh, if you can get in touch with uh, Comer or Jordan or McCarthy and uh, get three questions answered, I think uh, we'd all like to hear what that is. First of all, where does the impeachment process of Biden stand? What more do you need? And what more needs to happen? Yeah. And uh, if we can kind of put that together and get that out there, I think that's going to be very comforting for for many of us, me particularly.
1: All right, Mick, I appreciate the uh, phone call. Um, I'm hearing movement with regard to uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, and the possibility of this uh, uh, inquiry uh, that could happen before the official impeachment inquiry. And it sounds like, and I don't trust Kevin McCarthy as far as I can throw him, but it sounds like... They are loading up the impeachment uh, long gun, all right? Oh, that's so insensitive. No, whatever. The But the case, I think, is coming, uh, and it's going to be there to show the corruption between the FBI, the DOJ, and the Bidens to throw the election, and all of this House of Cards is going to come tumbling down. There's a lot of talk about... Uh, Joe Biden saying they're working on another vaccine for the latest variant. And it's because a lot of big pharma companies are missing all that sweet, sweet, sweet vaccine money. Uh, You do realize that uh, Pfizer went from a $9 billion, no, I think it was $40 billion company, its entire existence. And in one year, they went to a $90 billion company. And there are a lot of people who are talking about uh, whether or not they will go uh, into the uh, quietly into that uh, bad night with regard to mask mandates and vaccine <clears throat> pushers and all that and i will tell you right now uh, i have a two uh word response to anyone who attempts the nonsense they did the last time uh and one of them uh i can't say and the other one is you so yeah uh nonsense. Let's go to uh, Art in Arbutus, Maryland, wants to talk about uh, a great call that we had earlier. Damian from San Francisco talking about uh, black and white coming together to save the country and realizing that the Democrat Party has been lying forever. What's going on, my friend?
6: How you doing? Good. Okay, I think everybody's missing the problem. This is the time we have to come together, whites and blacks. We all bleed red. Is that not correct? Yes,
1: and a lot of us have, uh, a lot of black and white men and other races have served together and died together, and we work together, and we are friends, and we barbecue together, and all of this bull crap about suddenly it's 1957 all over again uh, that has been perpetrated on us for the last, I don't know, 20 years or so is going out the damn window.
6: Go ahead. You're right. right. I love your show. show, and if we can all just come together. And forget the, pity st- the petty stuff, and we can make this country great. We can fix it.
1: Amen, brother. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, rumor is I'm going to be coming back to Baltimore. Shh. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Christopher in Catonsville. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the show.
4: Hi. I won't tell anybody. Um,
1: don't tell anybody I'm coming to Baltimore. Yes. What? 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 Go ahead.
4: Don't say a word. Um, you uh, when you mentioned different strokes, uh, it brought me uh, back uh, to an episode that they had. It was a PA, PSA episode where Arnold finds himself alone with, uh, with a with an old man. Actually, it was the WKRP in Cincinnati boss, and yes. he shows Arnold some uh, you know not good stuff on a you know on a video. So come here and watch this stuff, and that's what you know. That's where we were back then, you know that and stuff. Now we have a uh... issue um, um an episode of uh, major crimes where we're supposed to be sympathetic towards the um for the uh um, um you know the trans kid who gets yeah. uh, bullied in school and stuff and everything and i'm like wow
1: Christopher <laughs> i remember what i i think i was in like 6th or 7th grade when uh, different strokes came out yeah. and i just i didn't think oh black kids adopted by a white guy i yeah. looked at a family i looked at I a family
4: know. yeah me you too know? i mean and they were that episode <laughs> the that was the, you know that was we looking out for the kids
1: Yeah, 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 it was, uh, you know pardon me uh, a lot of people have had to try to divide us and all of this and I think um, generation X we're the last analog generation we're also the last uh we're also the last generation that looked at uh, relationships between black and white people you know like for instance O'Hara uh, kiss, kissed Kirk before we were born so we didn't even think about it right we didn't even think about it we watched we watched Sesame Street we watched roots I remember I watched roots Alex yeah. Haley's roots now I'm supposed to be all <clears throat> white supremacist and everything you think that I'd be you'd think that I'd be cheering along you know uh, all of the uh, white guys and and uh, booing Chicken George and Kuta Kinte, but we sat there in rapt silence. Yeah, my yeah, family, absolutely. my yep. family, my my white my, my white yep. father. Yep. Yeah. My father was a, my stepfather was a twenty five percent Cherokee Indian, and we watched different strokes, and we watched Roots, and we watched you know everything, and we didn't think that Sanford and Son. We thought Sanford and Son was hilarious, and the Jefferson. Jeffersons. We didn't think twice about it. You, you know Jeffersons
4: episodes. <clears throat> Some of that humor is a, is pretty sophisticated,
1: you know. Oh yeah, it was wonderful, and and the episode of All in the Family when, uh, <laughs> like for instance, when Sammy Davis Jr. appeared as a as a yeah. gay black guy and kissed <laughs> Archie on the mouth. Yep. <laughs> And everybody went, oh, my God. And no buildings burned down. And no nope. KKK hoods went on. It was bull crap. It's always been bull crap.
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks Thank for the call. You. Somebody somebody texted me, what about French Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, hell yeah. Fresh Prince, that was, the, that was the show. I think it was in high school, maybe college, when that show came out. And, uh, you know, see... The left. I remember when they. My son was an infant when I started hearing this stuff about white supremacy and white privilege and all of this crap. And and I remember my son. He had all these friends in Maryland. And we lived in a an area that we were the minorities. We were the minorities. Um, and um, my my daughter and my son both went to the same elementary. And literally, I think it was a nine or. white and the rest uh, Hispanic, uh, Indian, black, um, you know, all sorts. And my son, he used to have birthday parties, and all of his buddies would come over, and I'd call him the United Nations. And none of them cared. None of them cared about race. They made fun of the racial stereotypes. You know, one of the black kids would say, well, you can't dance to my son. And then one of the you know, Hispanic kid would say to the, you know, to the Asian kid, well, at least my dad doesn't work in a convenience store. You know, just stupid crap like that. I'm not saying anything about Asians at a convenience store. I'm just throwing crap out there. But the left, they immediately jumped in and said that it's the worst racial strife that we had since the 1960s, which is an absolute lie. And they perpetuated this, and then you got to the point where you couldn't say anything. I remember, like, uh, originally, like, the the dawn of that uh, nonsensical race movement uh, was like, uh, uh, oh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg saying that black people can't be racist. And that was like the original, you know. Oh, but I said, yeah, they can. And then it just got worse. And then it got to the point where, you know, uh, if, you, if you say that I'm not a racist because I have all my friends are black, that didn't matter. You're still a racist. Uh, but, but I married a, white, well, a black woman or I married a black man as a white person. Well, that doesn't make any difference. What you're trying to do is assuage your guilt. And then they say, well, if you, you ad- white couples adopting black kids, which happens all the time. Well, they're only doing that because they need trophies. Do you see what they've done to us? Or at least tried, and I don't think any of it's worked. I really, I really don't. I don't think any, any of it's worse. Work, worked. And and the Democrat Party, the more that they push this, the more they push it. And now we see things like Donald Trump being arrested. And we see the state of, you know, inner cities and, and the number of kids who are being murdered by one another. And the state of schools and the state of everything. And uh, black people are beginning to go, oh. Oh, yeah, I think we've been played. And Joe Biden, I mean, the pinnacle of his hubris was when he was talking to Charlemagne, the God. And he says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And Charlemagne, the God, didn't say anything about it. But I'll bet you there were a lot of people screaming at their radios going, what the hell, Charlemagne? You better speak up because this guy's one of the most racist bleepity bleeps ever. And you just sat there and took it. Sorry. Uh, You know, and and he got called out the other day by Larry Elder. and, And it was brilliant. And and honestly, um, you know, forever we've had this this situation. I remember back in the early aughts, maybe, uh, you know, 2010-ish, Hillary Clinton said of uh, of conservatives that want to keep black people on the plantation and and uh joe biden said we want to keep you they want to keep you all they want to put you all back in chains that's the kind of hubris that he had standing in front of a church congregation or whatever the hell saying they want to put y'all back in change and hillary clinton saying i am not ways tired my god what else do you need what an insult what an insult and then and then like in Florida, they want to teach about slavery. And there was a part of the, and it was written by black scholars, said that slaves didn't just toil in fields. They were invented, inventive. They, they changed the world uh, in, their, in their own way while they were in suffrage, while they, while they were in, uh, in bondage. They did. They changed food. They changed music. They changed agriculture. They did it all. But Democrats want to erase that. They do. And Democrats, they say, there's no way you can succeed in this country because it is uh, fundamentally racist. Well, I would say, as I said to Damien in San Francisco, well, that erases the greatest black historical figures in history that have come... I won't see exclusively, but dramatically from the United States, from Muhammad Ali to Martin Luther King to uh, uh, you know uh, uh, Will Smith. Oh, for like Oprah Winfrey, some of the great athletes, musicians, Charlie Parker, Muddy Waters, Changing Water. I can go on. Uh, uh, you know, John. Uh, i was gonna say john brown he's a white guy Uh, (laughs) but but think about that think about the glorious history i mean we talk about black history month and all that stuff and democrats want to you know make a big deal of black history but they want to erase it too some of my greatest heroes of my life were people of color for black people i mean i grew up listening to bill cosby sorry i didn't know he was a creep i was just in elementary school but he was my hero bill cosby and and uh, richard Pryor. oh my god And Sidney Poitier, and, and Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. I can't do a very good Morgan Freeman right now because my voice is not feeling very good. Denzel Washington. Some of the music I listened to. I listened to black music when I was a kid. I listened to Commodores and Gap Band, and and uh, 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 it, it, the early early days of rap. Run DMC. Uh, moving on to Sugar Hill Gang. I can I can go through all of this. I never thought, oh, I can't listen to that because I'm a white guy and they're black. It's just honestly just falder all and nonsense. And now you get it. And now and now we see the state of black America in inner cities and we realize that the Democrat Party never has given a damn. And that's why I'm just I'm optimistic they're gonna turn this around. I really, really am. I really, really am. And, and now that this has happened and, and, and uh, black people uh, appear to be uh, awakening up to the abuses of the Democrat Party, you know, then, then let's come together and save the country. Because I know a whole lot of, a, a hell of a lot, I know more black people who wept during the National Anthem than kneeled during it. I remember the greatest performances of the National Anthem, Whitney Houston, and we wept and we wept and we wept together. And then suddenly, in about 2018, 2019, we were told it was all a lie, and that America, that Black Americans should hate America. I'm like, really? You're trying to erase this glorious history that has been a shining beacon to people of color around the world? Are you out of your mind? It is shameful to negate the contributions to culture and science and uh, jurisprudence and governance and philosophy and music and athletics that black people have been able to do jesse owens anybody he went into hitler's den and he rubbed his face in it and that was 90 years ago so you know what let this democrat house of cards collapse on itself because america's waking up let's go to uh, let me see here we got uh, gary in Dinton. hello gary welcome to the rob carson show
6: Thank you, Bob. I appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, this audio that's supposed to be so damning to Joe Biden that's going to be released between Labor Day and Halloween, yeah. why are we waiting to release it to give them a chance to make up a bunch of lies and excuses? If we've got it, why can't we hear it now? I do
1: not know what the reason is for that unless there are government individuals involved who are using it to make a case of it. I'm not sure otherwise. That's what I would think. That it's being hinted at that people in a position of authority who could uh, make something happen are keeping it under wraps. That's the only thing I could say, Gary. Uh, If I were going to bet on Greg Kelly with regard to the possibility something major is coming, I I would bet on Greg Kelly on this. So we'll see what happens.
7: Yeah, well, if it was uh,
6: the other way around, if it was against... Donald Trump, I think you'd probably be hearing about
1: it right away. I know. Exactly. Thanks for the phone call, dude. I do appreciate it. I do. I got to play this little sound bite from, uh, from uh, uh, Newt Gingrich talking to uh, Mark Levin about uh, the bleep storm that's coming Joe Biden's way. It's pretty cool. To say about Joe Biden?
7: Well, he's clearly cognitively disadvantaged. Uh, he went to Maui and talking to people who may have had a thousand people killed in the fire made up a totally false story yeah. about how he could empathize because they once had a home fire, <laughs> which turned out to be in the kitchen. Uh, I mean, you, you watch him in Maui and you, you think to yourself, he can't be the commander-in-chief. No, yeah, I know. He's not cognitively capable. Yep. Uh, he's not in touch with reality. Uh, I personally think Obama runs the administration. Oh, I don't duh. think Biden does. <laughs> uh, and I think everything they do that's smart comes from Obama's acolytes. And Biden just sort of floats along. In a way, he never left the basement. Uh, But I also think it's important to understand Biden is the tip of the iceberg. Yes. The real corruption is Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Biden is the smallest of the three players. And I hope that the House Republicans are going to recognize that they have a much broader and much deeper investigation, starting with, Uh, subpoenaing all of the financial records of the Clinton Foundation, which is going to produce evidence of a level of wrongdoing in terms of millions and millions of dollars far beyond Anything we've seen with Joe Biden?
1: Now, uh, Hillary Clinton did get hundreds of millions of dollars into the Clinton Foundation after the Uranium One deal. I told you this. That's when I, when you talked about Russia collusion, Donald Trump was colluding with Russia. I said it, no, it made no sense because uh, the Russians had no compelling interest in having Donald Trump be the president, but Hillary had been bought and paid for. You see what I mean? And the FBI killed the investigation going on into the Clinton Foundation before the 2016 election. Ta da. Let's take a break and come back. I got some light stuff to wrap the show up, including hospitalizations for foreign objects in a certain part of the body are skyrocketing. (laughs) That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. A little Van Ala. Van Halen, baby. David Lee Roth, definitely top five rock vocalists of all time. I think, anyway. So uh, here's the big news for some reason of all the uh, madness that's going on in our uh, society today. Uh, Hospitalizations for foreign objects in rectums on the rise. Researchers at the uh, University of Rochester in New York were stumped by the little uh, epidemiologically mm, information on this condition. So they decided to analyze, I'm sorry, analyze, let me make that down. I'm going to make that analyze emergency uh, reports from 2012 to 2021. Uh, And it says that uh, it's uh, the first nationally representative data on rectal foreign bodies in the U.S. It took this long. I know. I'm doing the same thing. Uh, Found at 38,948 emergency department visits based on 885 cases in this time period among party poopers older than 15. It said this. That's the... So researchers scoured the national, well, scouring is a good thing to do, scoured the National Electronic Injury Surveillance System for injuries involving the pubic region or lower trunk with an accompanying diagnosis of foreign body. Uh, Nearly 78% of the patients were male and 40% of these patients required hospitalization. Uh, Among other things, uh, uh, balls and marbles as well as drugs. Uh, in April, the Visual Journal of uh, Emergency Surgery reported that a man had to be rushed into the emergency surgery after they found a can of deodorant stuck in his rear end. You know, you're doing it wrong, buddy. You are doing it wrong. And, uh, and of course, last year, a French senior citizen left doctors shell-shocked when he arrived with a World War I artillery shell lodged in his rectum. So there is, uh, there is uh, that. I believe, I believe that we've been here before.
4: Have you ever met a proctologist? <laughs>
0: Well, they usually have a very good sense of humor. You meet a proctologist at a party. Don't walk away.
3: Plant yourself there because you will hear the funniest stories you've ever heard. (laughs) See, no one wants to admit to them that they stuck something up there. Now, you fell on it. You fell on it. It's always an accident. Every proctologist story ends in the same way. It was a million to one shot, Doc. Million
6: to one. (laughs) There's my phone.
0: So where are you going to stick this? I'll tell you where I'd like to stick it.
1: <laughs> 38,000 times. <sighs> All right, I'm going to wrap things up with something that uh, I, I got sent to me by Mary Walter. Rich man north of Richmond is a massive hit. Joe Biden has decided he's going to try and appeal in the same fashion in a desperate attempt to uh, remain in office. Here is Joe Biden. I'm a rich man north of Richmond. I've been selling influence for personal gain.
7: Overseas trips on a government plane. and taking bribes from China and Ukraine. And then I launder the cash
0: while my son does cocaine. It's the Biden way. It's the Biden to way. To make lots of dough. And to the FBI, they don't want to know.
1: I can always depend
0: on my powerful friends.
1: Because I'm a rich
7: man north of Richmond.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see it. Uh... I don't see that playing in the heartland. I'm just, I'm just saying. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Wrap it up. This is the Rob Carson show. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. I think that uh, the last hour was particularly pretty inspirational. We are going to come together. We are, and good is going to win. Hang in there. Share the podcast if you would with others. Newmax Newsmax.com/slash/listen. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I hear it's going around.
3: WCBM, Baltimore.